Billionaire Mike Cannon-Brooks has scored a resounding victory at AGL's annual general meeting, with all four of his independent director candidates appointed to the energy giant's troubled board. The inclusion of Mr Cannon-Brooks' backers adds pressure on AGL to further accelerate the closure of its coal-fired power stations and the transition to renewable energy sources. Our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan, has been watching the AGM. So, Peter, how close was this vote which gives Mike Cannon-Brooks even more power inside the AGL boardroom. Not close at all, Annie. An AGL chair, Patricia McKenzie, went straight to the elephant in the room right at the beginning of her speech and conceded that the four independent candidates nominated by Mike Cannon-Brooks' investment vehicle, Grok Ventures, would be voted in overwhelmingly based on proxy investor votes registered before the AGM. And it's a climb down, given that in the lead-up, the current AGL board actually knocked back three of the four Grok nominees, but Ms McKenzie confirmed there were enough votes from shareholders for all four independents to be elected. The official results go to the Stock Exchange later today. But Patricia McKenzie immediately opened the boardroom door to the new directors on a groundbreaking day of change driven by investor concerns about climate risks. The board respects the right of shareholders to put forward candidates for election as directors. Based on the proxies lodged ahead of the meeting, the election of Mark Twidle, Dr Kerry Schott... Christine Holman and John Polares as directors has been supported by our shareholders. The board welcomes these new directors to the board and will work constructively with them in the best interests of shareholders. That's AGL Chair Patricia McKenzie speaking in Melbourne. So, Peter, now that Mike Cannon-Brooks has succeeded with getting his directors appointed, what influence will they have in a faster switch to renewables? Well, Annie, Mike Cannon-Brooks owns 11.3% of AGL and already that clout has seen off a chief executive and also a chairman earlier this year. Now that additional power of having four independent directors means they have a mandate to get coal-fired power stations closed uh, before the already ambitious date of 2035. Already today, AGL Chair Patricia McKenzie acknowledged the transition is actually industry-wide, not just AGL, and will have widespread impact. So the challenge of shutting down coal, switching to renewables, keeping the lights on and then trying to keep energy prices under control. So given this boardroom shake-up, how safe is the current AGL board? It's uh, looking a little bit edgy there, Annie, and another problem for AGL is that shareholders have voted against AGL's remuneration report. That's what people at the top are paid or want to be paid, and that constitutes a first strike which could cause another boardroom spill if it's not resolved over the next year. The hunt for a new chief executive continues with the interim boss, Damien Nix, not guaranteed of holding on to it, and there's also a cloud over Patricia McKenzie, AGL's chair, given shareholders a criticism about the way she's been managing the transition, the poor state of the AGL share price and increasingly jittery investors. Peter Ryan.